This is the Total Off-Road Podcast Midweek Mini. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And we are here today to give you... Episode 6. Episode 6. Yep. I like it. Yeah. We're getting up there again. It's nice to be back in the like single digits like we're starting over again. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. We're getting up in the 40s. And it's the, like, whoa, yeah. now we're back to 6. Back to 6. That's not a bad thing. No, nah, it's not. And I like these little episodes. They're fun. I've uh, heard some good feedback, so keep the feedback coming because it's nice to know that what you're doing is enjoyed yeah but uh the numbers show that everybody likes them i like them because they're quick they're yeah. short they're meaty you get the good topic and then you go because i mean right. I, my problem is i start doing something and i'm like ooh, look shiny so um <laughs> 30 30 minutes is still a stretch some days but i like it yep i i enjoy it and i think that a lot of people that aren't in it for the two hour you know main episodes that we've been kicking out here lately they're really enjoying the fact that they can jump in for a quick 30 to 40 minute segment, yep. which we're supposed to be under 30. But when it comes to gearing, it's hard to keep it that short. Yeah, we're not. I think we're not good with following rules anyway. So I have a feeling that we're going to have Brian back on one more time for gearing yep. because we need to talk about gear break in. And I think he's got some pretty good carnage stories that he wants to yep. kind of get out there. The breakage is always entertaining. But this week, this week we're shifting gears and we're going to be talking to Chris Gruno of Reckless Wrench Garage on YouTube. And we have him here on the line and we're going to be talking to him about YouTube stuff. So switching from the techno, the technical, you know, hands on wrench side of it to I know a lot of our listeners have or are starting YouTube channels. And I thought this would be a great place to go uh, with having Chris on our main episode this week and now having him on our midweek minis for the YouTube side of it. So what is going on, Chris? Hey guys, not much. Ready to talk about the, the YouTube. old YouTube channel. The YouTubes. The YouTube. Yes. The mysteries behind the YouTubes. <laughs> so you have uh reckless wrench you and chris the other chris the 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 chris with a k yes uh-huh. the girl um, the girl version is mike from version. he's such a dick sometimes well, <laughs> i plead the fifth because i probably get called the same so uh so um I guess we'll just start off. We'll kind of just run down. I got some bullet points here and we'll work our way through them. So when did you start your YouTube channel? So it is as of right now, recording this in October. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly three years. Um, our very first video came out. So nice. it was like right around end of September, being October of 2017, we started. Sweet. Very cool. And what made you decide to start making videos and putting them on YouTube? Um, so kind of like two reasons. So one, I've always been interested in video, uh, video creating and editing. That's always been like something I've been interested in forever, but Mm -hmm. we went to Moab in May of 2017, me and Chris, and we did like a ton of work leading up to that. That was like our very first like big off-road trip that we've done, but we built the EXO on the Ranger um, put a lift tires and an engine swap on his suburban and we get up there you know, we have tons of people stopping us asking, Hey, you know, how'd you do this? Or what'd you, how did you do that? And that kind of got the gears turning in our heads. Uh-huh. And it was also, I used to be big into the forums and <laughs> like 
like uh, <laughs> documenting my build, um, taking pictures of it and doing that kind of stuff. But as you guys know, like at one point forums died and photo book, it took all the pictures down and I didn't really have a good way to keep documenting what I wanted to do. So a combination of those things together, we just kind of decided to hey, start filming um, us working on our trucks. Yeah. How did you meet Chris? Uh, we worked together actually. So okay. uh, both of us are in the military and we, at that time in 20 and 20 at the end of 2016, we started a job together as instructors for the military. So um, that's kind of, we, you know, saw each other every day, went on that trip to Moab. And then from there, like, it's so, kind of hard. To, like you, right. you find people that say they're car people. And then yeah. there's people that are actually car people where you're on the same like, level cutting your car apart and building a new one type yeah. thing. And we were both like in the deep end of building stuff. So right. when you find just, that's funny, cause there is like two levels. There's there, like, yeah. I want a restored 69 Chevelle. That's like, well, yeah. OEM restored. I'm like, that's cool, but I'm going to cut my shit in half of the saws. Right. We're going to party. Well, and then there's the other guys like, yeah. Oh yeah. I read car and driver every month, like every issue yep. religiously yeah. and they're car guys. Like yep. they're legit into cars. Yep. And then you have, yeah, the other end of the spectrum. A and special even, breed. Even in off-road, you have the guy that buys a rig and does something fairly stock, does a little lift to it. Yep. You know, he, he's into wrenching. But then you're like, yeah, I'm going to cut this and do the four link and I'm going to stretch it four inches. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, when you find somebody that vibes on you at the same level with that, kind of like Ian. Ye- like Ian and I have that. Uh, my buddy Matt and I have grown through the offer to hobby together. So we're really on the same wavelength. Um, and so, yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that. And it's just good to have that per, you know, a, at least one person that is like that. How yeah. um, did you guys meet when you moved to New Mexico then? Yeah. So I moved okay. to, I moved to New Mexico in 2013 mm-hmm. and Chris and I started working together somewhere around like, it was like 2014 ish or so, but we sure. weren't like, we worked together, but we, you know, we didn't, hang out or work like side by side every day. But then when we got, we both got an instructing position mm-hmm. at the same exact time. And then, yeah, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire at that point. So, right. Oh, yeah. I'm into off road. Oh, what? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And that seems to work out. It seems like a pretty good working relationship. Um, I was going to ask how Chris plays a role in YouTube, but I feel like we have kind of established that. Is there anything? Yeah, I mean, well, do you guys? So when you guys, I, I'll, I will ask it this way: When you guys record a video now, um, he records videos and uploads, and like he records videos that are just him doing stuff sometimes, and also you do the same. Are they all edited through one person, or do you guys individually edit them? No. So currently, we each will have our own projects that we're working on. So when we first started this three years ago. I had one computer and like one GoPro and one set of editing software. So everything that we recorded, we, it was me and him together doing everything. And then I'd put on the, on my computer, Mm -hmm. he would come over and we would like, there's literally nights we stayed up until like 2am, like working on videos, um, you know, bouncing ideas on how we wanted it edited Uh off of each other and going from there. And then, as we went further down the rabbit hole, I built a computer for editing and then I gave him the old computer that we were using so he could then 
edit footage as well. Nice. So now we have it the, the ability to where, yeah, like especially this year too. And there was times where he was getting ready for Moab and I was too, you know, before everything got canceled, but it just wasn't feasible to be going at it, uh, you know, head to head or like with each, each right. other in one location, how we were doing it before. So, right. yeah, it's cool. As the progression goes, you like you learn stuff and then you can do things like that and you, you know, progress through your building and, and learning. Yeah. So now like I'll be filming, I'll, I'll I have like, two or three projects that I have filmed right now that I'm editing. He's got a couple things that he's working on too. So awesome. it definitely helps with the channel right. producing content that way. So, um, starting a YouTube channel tips, like, so I guess one of the things I want to ask, because I am kind of just starting, we've got the total for a podcast. That's actually, it's not like we're picking up a lot of followers, like a lot of subscribers and we're not doing bad, but we're not, one it's steady it's steady growth it's, it's not steady like growth. rapid growth right and yeah. on top of that like there's no videos like there's yeah. like three videos that you posted early on yep of like you doing a couple things in a really short couple minute maybe yep everything else is audio and slideshow yep and i feel like for the for what we've been putting out the growth has been pretty decent i would agree uh but one of the things i want to ask is how important is it that you found in your uploading if you upload one video a week versus kind of like whenever you get a chance to put them out, does it make, does the algorithm make that big a difference? Like if you, does it make it enough difference to warrant the kind yeah, of work? Yeah. Um, so when you're very, when you're first starting out, you know, uh, zero subscriber channel, mm -hmm. you, the odds are stacked against you for sure. Because the, obviously the more videos you have, the higher chance of people finding you. So when you're first starting out, like if you're just doing like one a month or one, like every three weeks or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to take you a long time to build up a catalog of videos. So right. I definitely think like, yeah, when you're very first starting out, like your first few months, try to like, try to get a consistent upload schedule. Mm -hmm but make sure it works for you. Right. So, so you don't like, burn yourself out. The rule. Yeah. The rule of thumb that everyone says is one video a week. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a pretty good number, like pretty good. Yeah. That's you know? so when we first started out, we were hitting that, we hit that pretty consistently for a few months. And then, you know, it, it just got to the point where our lives had to take precedence, you know, you with work mm -hmm. or family or something else going on. But it also depends on the type of video you're making. Like with our channel, we do a lot of fabrication and that kind of stuff. There's things that you cannot do in a week. Right. And my, myself and Chris's philosophy is we don't necessarily like some videos where it's like part one of 10 of like building <laughs> something, you know? Yeah. And so we try to break things down into manageable size projects. Like, I don't want to watch five videos per personally. I know other people do, but I don't mm -hmm. want to watch five videos of someone building just links on the back of their truck. I think getting it condensed down into one video, they get all the inf they get information. They get mm -hmm. to see it start to finish. That's kind of how I prefer. So then with that mindset, we kind of started stretching our schedule to try to hit one, one every two weeks is what we were kind of trying to hit. So right. the, uh, I feel like, Okay, so when it comes to putting a video out, what's a good time number? So say somebody's starting a channel and they want to get 
a video out once a week. What do they need to reach a certain length of video? Can they put out a five minute video of a walk around on their rig? And will that have any traction or yeah. it will? So you don't so, need to have a, a 15 to 20 minute video. You can do you know, a shorter it. One. So it used to be YouTube has changed the rules uh, in the last yeah. few months. So it used to be you had to hit 10 minutes to put a mid roll ad in your video. Uh-huh. So a lot of you'll notice a lot of big YouTube channels they never posted anything under ten minutes because yeah. if they didn't hit that mark they wouldn't get to put an ad in the middle of the video and they lose us out on a, ad you know a, a, yeah ad revenue mm-hmm. and depending on the video you know you can tell sometimes when people are stretching there just be like kind of like pointless content in the video so yeah. i always tell people don't when you're especially when you're first starting and you don't have like a fan base or an audience necessarily yet just make a good video don't focus on how long right. it needs to be uh-huh. because if you start just trying to stretch to hit a certain time limit mm-hmm. then you know you're sacrificing quality right. just for that so that's and what i always tell people make a good video not a long video i was watching a video last night of a guy building a front differential it was really, really a cool video it was a spider not uh, 609 that he was building man and i was watching it and it was getting a really good part and then boom mid-roll ad i'm like tell you what <laughs> sometimes yeah. i wish i paid for the old subscription on the youtubes <laughs> <laughs> So, background. I was watching Chris's video. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah, Reckless was Wrench. The, the one where I built the differential or the uh-huh. axle? Uh, when you built the axle, when you put the when you assembled the six hundred nine for the yep. front. Yep. Yep. You yeah, were, and you were sliding the knuckle um, on all of a sudden mid roll. I'm like, ah. But you know what? The here's the bad part. On the one hand, I get annoyed that there's a video, like a an ad in the middle. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, I kind of know the guy, so I kind of want to watch his ad so it like pays you. Oh, so I have a question about that. We're working, we're working our way to that. I'm gonna get right. We're gonna. I'm gonna let me finish this, and then I'm gonna let you get your. You give me the point. So I watched the first one. Obviously, it's 15 seconds, and then the second one's like two minutes and 40 seconds, and you can skip it. But it was like a a new movie coming out. I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna watch it. Well, I'm not I get like 15 <laughs> seconds. You know, I watched watch the whole two minutes of it. Next yeah. thing I know, I'm like, boy, that looks like a good movie. I'm gonna go. Hey. What? Why is that over? Oh, well, I guess I watched this guy walk, build the front end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how does how does ad revenue work? Do I have to, as a viewer, do I have to watch the entire ad? Like if I skip the ad, do you miss out? On, like I don't know how. I'm just yep. I don't know if yeah, that works. So, like. so there's different types. So number one, I can't. Uh, the YouTube channel has no control over what ad plays. So that's yeah. one thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, why are you showing me ads of this thing? I have no interest in that. Like we have no choice in that so the way it works is once you're monetized it's your algorithm buddy (laughs) yeah like once yeah once you're monetized youtube basically auctions off ad spots to companies so based on like what uh what your channel is like you know i'm assuming ours people will see like automotive based ads or something that they've searched recently but so that goes on and then it the the companies bid on what type of ad they want based on like how well your video is or what your channel's history is with ads. So if you get like someone might put an ad on there that makes people watch the whole thing or click on whatever they're selling, uh, right. 
and then that will generate but like so the non-skippable ads like if that plays we get paid no matter what but then if there's like a skippable video ad people have to watch like a certain amount of it or they have to interact with the ad by like clicking on it and then that's how we would get revenue from that do you know how much they have to watch of it i i do not know Damn, that'd have been a good number to know. Well, that's my thing. There's a few like <clears throat> yeah. channels that I subscribe I've, to, and I'm like, it's a say it's like a 15 to 20 second ad, mm-hmm. but it gives me the option to skip yeah. it after five. And uh-huh. I'm like, is another 10 seconds of this shitty commercial for whatever uh-huh. gonna kill me if it gets them paid? So sometimes no. I'll just let the little short ones, if they're under a minute or so, I just let them play. Right. Cause I yeah. feel like I'm helping out. Because I've always understood it that if you skip it, you just kind of like, yeah, well, sorry about you. Yep. Yeah, no, if you skip it, if you skip them like right away, um, and it depends on how it's how some of that stuff's structured. Yeah, like they won't get anything from it. But yeah, some of them is if you if even if it plays, they get a small percentage. But then if someone watches the whole thing, they get even more. So there's a lot of different ways it can go. I will so add- just watch the ad. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's just <laughs> really it. My cousin was telling me a while back. Of course, you know, YouTube changes stuff quite a bit. But there for a while, it was like you had to watch 13 seconds of a skippable ad hmm. before it would like clock it. But I don't know if that's still a thing Probably or not. Probably changes. Um, yeah, I will say that I will on the Trail Riders page on Facebook uh, when this comes out or as this comes out, I'm going to put up a YouTube topic on there. If you guys have something you can add to this conversation, jump in over on the Trail Riders page and kind of play into this and let us know what you know about ad revenue and things like that. So nothing I was going to ask about the revenue side of it. Cause everybody's interested in making money on YouTube, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, with that. So like, do you also get, is there also like a payment per view as well? Like, and like somebody was telling me like it's goes off of minutes watched. Um, yeah. So if, well, if someone has uh, that YouTube premium, uh-huh. um, Anytime someone watches our video, we get paid with that because they sure. don't see the ads or anything like that. Uh-huh. So if people have YouTube premium, we get, yeah, like just them clicking on our video and watching it, we'll get um, a small amount of revenue. Yeah. Uh, and it's so for to, to kind of categorize it, it's like not you, you don't get paid for subscribers. Number one, you get paid by how many um, how many views you have. But then also like you're saying if so, if someone just clicks on my video and they watch like five seconds of it and like, Oh, this isn't what I thought it was. And then they leave, you know, there's no opportunity to make revenue there. If someone clicks on my video and then manages to watch like 15 minutes of my content, that's an opportunity for people to sell ads to the, like to advertise to oh. them. So it's more important to get someone not only to click on your video, um, right. number one, but then to stay watching your video. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to not just make, content but make good content hmm, good to know yeah get them in there and get them get them sticking in for the long haul yeah and you can even see like on the analytics tab mm-hmm. in youtube like you could see your audience retention there's yeah. a, a section for that so you could see exactly where people either fast forward you could see where they rewind it or you could see like if they like just totally stop watching at one point or another. And it also will compare it to other similar videos to kind of tell you how your video is com- like on, on average, I guess, uh, right. to the rest of YouTube videos. It's awesome. It's good to know. It's good to hear from somebody who's been doing it for a while that has kind of an idea of what is going on in that situation. Like I get in there, I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm looking at here. 
Like I can kind yeah, of so- I fumble through it, but I don't know exactly where I'm going. Yeah. And <laughs> when you're a new channel, I kind of yeah. try to tell people not to get too caught in like the analytics and numbers side of it right. because you don't have very much data yet. Um, and don't compare yourself to a big channel. Um, right. Otherwise, you know, you don't put a video out and you get like a few hundred views. Don't be like, oh, well, Bleeping Jeep or Dirt yeah. Lifestyle, they're getting like 50,000 yeah. views or whatever. You know, you can't compare yourself to those. Yeah, just uh, go back, go back and all. watch their, go I back and watch their first video and see how I didn't did. use his own SLI. <laughs> yeah, he used two other channels instead of his own channel. And I'm like, hmm, no. classy. Yeah, classy. That's right. I like it. Um, so uh, we'll get back to, some more of the technical of it. What do you use for editing software? Uh, for editing. So I use the Adobe um, creative cloud suite. So I use um, for video editing, I use premiere pro. Mm -hmm. And then I also will use after effects to do different effects sometimes in certain videos. I have Um, not played in after effects yet. Yeah. All of my, and I I recommend to, it's a, It's expensive considering like if you're not making, if you're not making any money off of YouTube videos, yes, Mm -hmm. it's expensive because it's like a monthly subscription that you do. Um, But the value that you get out of it, because I mean, you get Premiere Pro, you get Mm -hmm. After Effects, which to like, like, they make Hollywood movies with this software, you know, so it's, it's very it's high end software, but it's also pretty user friendly too. Mm -hmm. And there's countless amounts of videos online like i had no idea how to use either of these programs and i just taught myself by watching youtube videos right. on how to use it and then same thing like you get shop um so you can make like thumbnails or edit pictures like nice pictures for instagram yeah um, if you're trying to generate those types right. of social media things too and you also that's get what, adobe mm-hmm. go ahead i was gonna say that like that's what we did i already had <clears throat> excuse me i already had adobe cc and uh, which is the creative cloud suite, but I had Photoshop and Lightroom for my photography side. And then yeah. as this went, this happened, I got, I went and picked up uh, audition so that I could have that for the audio. And then as we progressed a little bit further, I'm like, okay, I need this for video also. And I found that there was a deal at the time when I picked it up that you could buy the entire package all in every single thing that they offer in the creative cloud suite for like, I think I pay thirty one fifty a month or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculously cheap for what you're getting. Yeah, because I was paying yeah. almost that for just the three that I was already buying, and then I was able to. I think I actually might even have saved money buying the whole suite versus all. Yeah, cart. that's I definitely did. And well, so I'm right now I'm on like a student. Um, oh, nice. A student rate, so that's another thing I recommend. So. Uh, I am a college student and that's all you need. You don't have to be full-time, part-time or any certain amount of time is if you have a college email that you could sign up for, you could get the student discount, which is it's like a significant discount. So, Hey, maybe you want to go take some like a welding class or something like that. And mm-hmm. you get a student, like a student email from your community college. That's awesome. You then can get on for like two years on the student um, discount thing. And it, you can even, you know, keep it on there forever as long as you have some sort of, school uh email so boy i wish i had known that i used my, i would have used my wife's that would have been yeah. genius <sighs> live and learn that's why we have these podcasts <laughs> <laughs> so we can learn all the tips all right so on the topic of gear what kind of stuff are you using did you start with in terms of like video equipment and where are you now in your video equipment tripods and cameras and stuff like that 
Yeah. So starting out, um, all we had was, like I said, we had one GoPro and this was like a GoPro four, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I always recommend to people is just get what, like, if you have a camera or anything like right now, just use that, go make a video, like try mm-hmm. it out and then see where you need to improve or what sucks. And then go from there. Cause some people, you know, you, they watch the very highly polished and develop YouTube channel video. Uh-huh. And like, that's what they expect their footage to look like. Uh, that's what gets me. That's Steve. And- I'm like pointing <laughs> at you. I'm like, that is you. <laughs> like, you, Does it yeah, look like you that? No, nope. not putting it out. Just, just have, <laughs> just use what you have currently make a video and then start from there. So like I yeah. said, we had a GoPro, and I didn't have, we didn't have Mike, we didn't have any other stuff. And we made our first video on like, okay, this sucks. This is what we need to change and then go from there. So then after that, we bought like a $50 microphone, a Rode video micro, which I still have that today and we still use it. We have a couple of them now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, then I'm like, okay, this footage is not stable at all. This sucks. It sucks to watch. So, okay. Then, well, at the time we just had a four and a five then, cause we bought a new camera, but so then yeah. we got a gimbal, but now you don't really need those necessarily because the stabilization technology has come so far. So, so far. Um, yeah, like I, a little handheld camera, like the GoPro can do so much for you. Just get good with that one camera and use that. Cause that we, I didn't buy a, real camera until the beginning of this year so we were two and a half years into our channel and now i have a sony um a6400 and two lenses and that's kind of what i've been trying to transition into we still use gopros for like time lapse footage and um like the beautiful thing about gopros you could put that thing anywhere so i'm not going to shove like a thousand dollar camera underneath the the suspension of a truck and go jump it but um yeah so i have that camera we we have like five or six gopros now all the set we have a a ton of gopro sevens and i have a nice microphone for recording voiceovers that's another thing that we upgraded to after about a year or so um and it's not like your guys mics are way nicer than this one but no what do you what are you using for your voiceover mic um this is the it's a, a blue, a Yeti blue. Is that what it says? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. The blue Yeti. Yeah. That's what I got. No, that's a super nice mic. Like that's way nicer than what we have. You think these mics are nice because of the techniques that I use to edit the audio. But like I was telling, I was telling you earlier, um, these are condenser mics. They pick up everything. One of the guys that oh, I watched yeah. on YouTube that's talking about mics. He's like condenser mics. You can hear a mouse fart in the next, in the house next door. <laughs> like, it's that they're so sensitive. Um, but, but yeah, these are what, what'd you, what are these, uh, $25 on Amazon? I don't remember. I think you paid like 25 bucks for the mic and the boom, like in the stand, like the boom here. And then you bought the Amazon basic cords, like super budget setup when it comes to the mics, but they get the job done. So everybody yeah. likes Again. the audio except for you. That's, <laughs> the, that's the key here. <laughs> because I'm the guy editing it. Yes. Anyway, that see, and that comes into play with the whole, just put it out. You know, regardless of what you think the quality is, the only reason this podcast has been as successful as it is is because we've literally just put it out. Like, yeah. oh, this week sucks. Oh well, put it out. Like, there's yeah. nothing you can do about it right now, so put it out anyway. And there's still and people love it. So, yeah, there's so much to be said about just making the product as best you can make it at the time of making it. Mm-hmm. Put it out, 
if a year from now you don't like it, remake it. And then you have yeah. yet another video to put out. So yeah, absolutely. And then even then, like I was just thinking about it too. Like there's so many channels that film everything on like their iPhone or something like that. I know. Uh, it's crazy. Like they just buy like the little gimbal holder yep. and film everything on it. So and, yeah, that's what Lightbright. Like 90% yeah. of what they do is, is recorded on their cell phone, yeah. which blows my mind. And then uh, one of our listeners, Eight Lug Pigpin, he did, he recorded a whole Badlands video on his phone. And I was like, dude, the video quality of that is awesome. Like, what are you using? He's like, oh, I got a Samsung Galaxy 9, like not even a 9 plus, just a 9. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's insane. Use, use what you have and just make something. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Just make what you can. Just take your phone, shoot your video. There are tons of apps you can edit on the phone with. And then from there, you can just uh, post it to YouTube from your phone. And that's how you can start your YouTube channel. And you can grow from there as things progress. Yep. Yeah. But getting started, that's the hardest part. It's the biggest step for sure. Is that how you felt about it? Or did you guys just make a video like, we're just going to do it? It, it honestly was we we're just like okay we're we're just gonna make videos now because like i said i had the gopros yeah. and we got back from moab we had a lot of projects that we wanted to do like chris wanted to cut the back half of his suburban off and make it shorter we had two link suspensions we want to build and we knew what the kind of stuff that we were going to film and we just had some crappy well not crappy gear but we just had the gear that we had and we just started going and then <laughs> and- it evolved and probably your phone today will probably take better video than what you started with you know, four, you know, three years ago. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Wild. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's cool to see the people that just go out and make with what they have versus people that are like, oh, I got to save up for this camera that I need to do this. And other people are just like, here's what I got. I'm going to shoot this video. And that's it. You just do it. So I love, I love yeah, watching just wheeling videos. It. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is. Where can we check out Ooh. all your YouTube awesomeness at? Oh, yeah. So our, our YouTube channel is Reckless Friends Garage. So it's just YouTube.com slash Reckless Friends Garage. And Take you right to we it. got all sorts of stuff like fabrication, off-roading. Um, we've built some of our, our most popular videos is like we've built axles, um, link suspensions, and then a couple different like off-roading videos that people have really liked. So awesome. That is awesome. And on Instagram, uh, Instagram is uh, Reckless Friends Garage there as well. Awesome, cool. Well, I don't think this will be the last episode with you. I think we will have you back. I'm almost oh, certain. Be, yeah, it. that'd be awesome. Next time, <laughs> next time, do it. We'll do it in the after. Well, maybe later in the day, so I could drink a beer next time. So well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's time constraints, man. Nothing uh, like having family and life to work on and everything else. Yep. Yeah, so, no, I, I totally Riggs. get it. So, yes, sir. Well, thank you so much for all your time today. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, check out the Trail Riders page on Facebook, the Total Offroad Podcast Trail Riders. Check out our website, www.totaloffroadpodcast.com. And check out our Instagram at total underscore offroad underscore podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the trail. 